Okay. So let's start talking about Lela Seda. It'll take us more than one share, especially because we want to put together a number of different points. We see the Seda night as being something unique during the year because we don't have any other ceremony in any way similar to it. Firstly, it's the Kimat, the only time where we have an entire Seder Avoida, which is based at home. Every other time we have something which is a process of a number of mitzvahs, uh, the setting for it is normally in the shul, or something like that, whether it's Tfilis HaGim Hashani Yom Kippur, or the Hashanis, or the Hakafs and Simchos Torah. It's done, it's the science of Pesach, we don't really have a, a, such a concept of a formal Mahalach of Tfilis, or a formal service to go through, which is based in the house. Which mitzalechot therefore means that because you don't have the the rav and whatever the the whole tibur on hand, a person who's going through the system themselves knows, needs to know better what to do. I'm just on a practical level. We just have to explain why it's like that. So, like I said, we're trying to incorporate a number of things. Firstly, to understand halachically what the what the points of the seder are, why they were put together and constructed the way they were. Then, hopefully, afterwards, to also give a little bit of a meaning. To what we're meant to be achieving or understanding, besides for the halachic aspect of the seder, and then if we have time, Be'ez Hashem, also to to look at it from the perspective of uh, at the tool which was given to us as a way to teach Pesach, because we're not just looking at uh, the, the halachic or technical reasons for what we do, but rather as part of the process of teaching uh, our children, which is primarily what Lera Seder is about. The, the underlying mitzvahs of the Rasayda, which is, are either the mitzvah of the Garatul Abincha, which is telling your children, and the mitzvah of Hala. And therefore, we have to see the context of the process of the Rasayda, not just as part of the halachic reasons for what we're doing, which is the first one we'll talk about. That's obviously what we need to know what to do. But also as a handbook of education, which means as a way to teach. And... Uh, I'm not being mechadish that, it's really from the Gemara. On a number of points which we do on Yerasele, and the Gemara asks why, the Gemara's answer is for the Tinochus. We're doing this for the children. And therefore we see that in Chazal's mindset, or Chazal's perspective, a lot of what we do on Pesach is directed towards the Chinuch of Pesach. Okay, so again, to sum up, number one, Halacha, number two, Hashkafic perspective, and number three, Chinuch. And how the Seder provides us with a journey which are going to put all three together. Okay, so therefore let's look at the halachic perspective first. Now we're going to go through the Seder stage by stage. I'm not going to go from beginning to end just with the halacha and then go back and start on each point separately. It'll take it's a bit dry that way and also takes too long. We're going to go through hopefully simultaneously all three points. So the first point, as we know, uh, the Seder starts with Kiddush. And Kiddush isn't something unusual to us because Kiddush isn't something that I say. It's going to do with every Shabbos and every Yantif. And that is that we know that there's a din, probably Midrabanan, and that is that there's a din of being Makadish Shabbos. To be Makadish the Shabbos, and therefore before we eat on Shabbos, uh, we have to acknowledge that this isn't just a regular supper, this is not a regular time we eat, but there's a certain condition to it because it's a coming as a way to celebrate Shabbos. And how do we show that what we're eating is something which is in honor of or in celebration of Shabbos or of Yom Tov? We make Kiddush. That, so to speak, uh, defines what the, what the meal is about, which is why Kiddush is part of the meal. 
and this is just a general thing to do with Pesach, and that is the, the one rule we know about Kiddush, is Kiddush has to be attached to a meal. Kiddush from in the terms of Chazal, if I'm just going to make Kiddush and then not eat, or, in, or eat at a later stage, it doesn't help. Because the Kiddush isn't a stage on its own. The Kiddush is, the, is what makes the meal something which is a Shabbos meal. In other words, it's, if you're going to say what's it's Makadish, what's it sanctifying, it's sanctifying the meal. I'm not sanctifying Shabbos, I already did that in Davini. I'm making this, I'm, 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 is what's defining the meal, I'm now eating this, this is Surah Shabbos. I'm eating this, the covered Shabbos, and therefore, starting the meal with Kiddush is giving the, giving the description or giving the explanation of what the meal is. The one has to follow right after the other one. Now, Therefore, if a person has a hefzik in between them, or a person like Kiddush without intending to eat, he's not yet so. He's not yet so Kiddush, and he'll have to make another Kiddush before he wants to eat. Okay, so why am I going to this now? That's the general din of Shabbos, and every Yom Tov. So why am I talking about that now? Pesach. Of course, Pesach starts by Kiddush too, but here we get to the well-known halachic problem with Pesach. And that is, normally, you make Kiddush, you wash your hands, you make a moitz, and you start eating. And later, Seder, you make Kiddush, and then we have a long gap. It could take hours until we start eating. Because we have the whole Maggid before we get to the matter. So, let's talk about the halakhic problem first. Where is the Kiddush from Makmusuddha? The Kiddush is now, 7 o'clock when I come in from Shul, and Makmusuddha will be at 11. That's way more than the gap that I'm allowed to have between Kiddush and eating. So, how does, uh, how does the Kiddush still remain connected to the Suddha much later on? The Chayra, the halakhically more preferable thing to do would either be to make a moitzi right away, which is connected to my Kiddush, or wait with the Kiddush until I want to eat. So why do I make Kiddush now? And then make such a long hefsek between when I'm making the Kiddush and I'm eventually eating. Now, this is before I answer the question, the, the halakhic point, there's another problem too. There's another problem too. I heard this from Shlomo Zalman, he was worried about this. And he, for years, this was disturbed him. He never had a good answer. But after trying or thinking of various poten- potential answers, eventually he said, I don't understand it. That's what Chazal had in mind. So, okay, you're not going to argue with Chazal, but halakhic, I don't understand it. And what he didn't understand is, normally a person drinks a revise of wine, you mechuiv in a bracha achreina. And Kiddush no one says a bracha achreina because I'm going to eat straight away. And if that's the case, it's part of the meal. And the benching at the end of the meal will cover the, will cover the Kiddush too. But comes the outsider, and I made Kiddush and I drank a reverse of wine. And now, I'm going to wait a number of hours until I drink or eat anything else. Well, that's more than the sheer ikl, which means the amount of time it takes for food to get digested. And Allah is, once the food's been digested, I can't say bracha achrein anymore. So what happened to the bracha achrein for the first case? What happened to the bracha achrein for the first case? I drank a revise, I'm never making a bracha achrein on it. How can I do that? A karapas is a mashu, and it's not enough to keep the shirikul more than 72 minutes maximum. It's much more than that until I'm going to eat. So, what happened to it? I just lost the bracha for nothing. You have to make a quicker. Sorry? So, some years he tried that. That was one of the attempts he tried, and that is to get to the mat within 72 minutes, which is not so easy. But uh, another year he decided, no, uh, we don't find that Chazal said you have to race through the Seder to get to the mat within 72 minutes. And even if that's an equal to the Shitta, that the sheer equal for liquid is 72 minutes. According to the more pastures of the Mishnah Burr, the sheer equal for liquids is the amount of time it takes to digest liquid, which is much less than 72 minutes. 72 minutes is sheer for bread. It's much, it takes much longer to digest. Wait, and we said eating it right away is, is, eating right away is, is okay because it's part of your ifti Yes. And it's going to the study in the Burr, because it covers everything. 
drinking wine. Why, why, why does it help them? When? To eat it right away. When? On Shabbos? Yeah. Because then it's part of the Sud. Then the Birkus and on the Sud, I'm, I'm eating the whole time. So when I finish eating, the Birkus and covers everything. Oh, There's yeah. no gaps. Don't we say on Shabbos that the Mesha of the Sunda, it's fine if it's more than 72 minutes? Because you're eating the whole time. There's no gaps. Let's say that there's a, there's a gap. We're 72 minutes. For 72 minutes, then, then you'd have a problem. But the difference there is you've eaten a lot, so the problem is you're not hungry yet. So maybe your sherry call is longer. My shankle over here, all you did is drink a cup of wine. So you're going to digest it much faster. So the other answer some of the had was maybe you have to take a, few, a sip every few minutes, that you keep, keep it going. Then you have a problem with the Baruch Hashanah the second case, but they can get around that problem. But then you decided that Chazal didn't tell him to do that either. We don't find anywhere in the post game, but they gave us eight of sipping the whole way through the maggot. Right? So, even if it's not sipping wine, it's sipping grape juice. I have no problems with getting chicken. But whatever it's going to be, we don't find that they said to do that. So in the end, he left it as a shadow. Chazal knew what they were doing. I don't understand why. I don't know what happened to Baruch Hashanah. He asked the Kasha. He had the Kasha for years. I don't know. It's not a good Kasha. Whatever I don't know. That's what Chazal will go have us to do. Now, we're asking that to understand the theory. Why? Make Kiddush, make such a long gap, and then only eventually get to the Surah. So, the first one we need to understand, and that is the... Uh, I'm not going to answer Shlomo Zalman's halachic question, it's not a good question, but I want to answer the, the perspective on Pesach. Why are we doing it like that? Why are we doing it like that? Why, 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 why don't we make the Kiddush just before we eat? Or alternatively, why don't we eat right after Kiddush? And say, make it later. So, the answer to that, and that is what I understand the side is, is that the whole of Maggid is the preparation for what we're going to eat afterwards. In other words, it's, on the one hand, there's a separate mitzvah of Yigar Mincha, and going over the story of Sipri Yitzhak Mitzrayim. On the other hand, that's a chalik of the mitzvah of eating Matzah Mar, which means... We got the, 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 the outcome of the story is now we're going to eat the mats in the morrow. Now we have the now we know what we do. It's with this in mind we're coming to that point. Mm-hmm. And that's what's brought down in the Rishonim. That the last point of Magid we say is Amar Gamil Aimer, Koshla Mashlash Pesach, Yatsa Dechai Vase. And it's Pesach Matsu Mara. And the Kushanim already asked the question and the Gemara Msachim, Layatsa Yadechai Vase of what? Which Chayva anti Yatsa? Are you not yet to the chayv of sipur without saying this? Or you're not yet to the chayv of matzah without saying this? And also I'm explaining why we eat matzah. If that's, that's part of my chayv in the sipur, but that's part of the chayv of eating matzah. I have to know what I'm doing. Why am I eating matzah? And therefore, there's a machlek, it's in two different days in the Rishonim. But the point is, and therefore, the, everything we're going to say is really the preparation for matzah. The preparation for matzah, for mara. In other words, the, the sipur isn't something separate. It's the it's introduction to the Sula. The two go together, we're going to see this in more ways than just one. It's not just that it's, a, it's, it's background, like knowledge you have to have. The, the, the construction of Leda Seda is the Sula of Pesach, which means the, the, the meal of Leda of Pesach, the, the, the Seda, is built on the, 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 the Magid being the explanation of everything you're going to do afterwards. And because it's like that, so of course, Kiddush has to start the Sula. And now, the Maggid isn't something else. It's not like I went to learn for a few hours and came back to learn. The Maggid is, the, is part of the Siddha. That's, that's the way we're going to introduce the, what we're going to eat. And if that's the case, even though normally a half sick that long, we'd say the kids and the Siddha don't do with each other. It's such a big gap. But over here, the, it's not a gap between the kids and the Siddha. This is the Siddha. 
which means whatever we're going to say in order to explain or to prepare us to eat matzah, that's what we that's what we do. And we don't we don't be masik we don't word masiyach das bichla. We didn't uh, go on to do something else which separated the kiddush from the soda. No, this is this is the chelik of the soda of Pesach, and that's again an important point to understand. And that is that it's not that we look at magid, uh, which means the mitzvah separates mitzrayim, a separate mitzvah. We have one mitzvah eating matzah and marah and whatever else, a separate mitzvah of sipur, a separate mitzvah of sipur. No, that, that's part of the mitzvah, and that prepares me to eat the matzah, and therefore it's necessary for me to do this. Uh, before I before I get to eat the matzah, so now it's part of my soda. I sat down. I'm going to. I'm, I'm I'm preparing to eat, and this is the preparation to eat. It's after kiddush. There's not a problem with that. And if you want to rhyme for this, the as you're going to see, there's something very strange in the soda. I know I'm jumping a bit ahead in the order, but it's just to explain this point better. At the end of Maggid, we start halal. We say the first two kapitel of halal. Then we stop. And we make the second case. And now we stop to do all the mitzvahs of the mitzvah of Pesach. And then after benching, we go back and carry on halal again. The Rishonim asked the question, why don't we say bracha and halal? Every time in the year when we say halal, we say bracha. So then I say that when maybe there's more of a chiv than any other time, why don't we say bracha? And the Rishonim answer, because you're being masik in the middle. You start before, you stop for the suda and everything else, and you carry on a few, an hour, two hours later. It's a hefsek, a hefsek the ligma is calling. So we're going to say bracha. I guess the obvious question is, then don't be masik the halal. Put the halal together, you can make a bracha in it. And what's the answer? No, we can't put the halal together. Why? Because the rest of halal has nothing to do with Pesach. And if that's the case, it's a half-sec before the matter. Until that stage, everything I was talking about was Pesach. So it was necessary to get it in order to eat the matzah afterwards. But now you're going to Lailano and Hashem Zuharan and it's talking about other times, not talking about Tzitz Mitzrayim anymore. That's a half-sec. So I can't be mafsik before the matzah. I'm, I have to, I'm holding by kiddush. I have to get to the matzah. We yeah. need this part before? And therefore this part we need before. Why not? No, because this part is going to get to Mitzrayim. That's part of what we need before. And therefore that we have to say before. The rest of Halal, we can't say before. It doesn't belong in Pesach. And if that's the case, it's a hafsik for nothing. So why are we saying it before? So we have to push it later. Uh, the result is, you won't say Brachan Halal. Okay, so we won't, what can we do? We won't say Brachan Halal. But Lemaisa is, uh, we can't, we, the, 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 the order of the Seder remains the same. Which means anything which is necessary as an introduction to the matzah, we have to say before it. And therefore the whole magid is a chalik of the suda. Not something separate. Not something separate. And that's an important point to understand. Because, we, like we said, it's not just the halacha. The halacha accommodates that. That's why we don't have a problem of, it's not a kiddush makam suda over here. Like we said, that's why it's not a problem to make kiddush before and eat afterwards. Like we said. But uh, the hashkaf also is like that. And that is, and we don't say it in the seda. When we say Bavur Zeh Asa Hashemli, it's Peshash Matzul Marim Menachem Lefanecha. This is what Hashem did for me. When the Matzul Marim are in front of you, when the Matzul Marim are in front of you, which means it's not time that they'll say that now's the time to say Halal. I'm saying say the Hagada, and therefore I can say the Hagada. I'm going to say the Hagada, and I'll go eat. I can say it in Shul too. We also say the Hagada, and I'll go eat. I'm going to eat. No, it's the Pchelik of the meal. Saying the Haggad is the Chalak of the meal, and then again, this is something which is negated to the, the Hanhaga, the way we run the Seder also. And this is an important point, which is people could ask, why in the world do you need it? But you're going to see that this is in, the, in Minhagim, which is even brought in the Shulchan Aruch, it's a major factor. And then you ask the question, we said Kiddish. Right now we're going to have, uh, we discuss the Maggot. We're going to get to the Matzahs in the Mara in a long time still. Okay, so what I have to put on the table for Kiddish? Just the Kiddush Kach, maybe the wine. And everyone's a goddess. 
Do I need to already put the matzahs on the table now? The whole soda press is beer now? I don't need it now. I'm only going to eat late, way, way in the future. And the answer is, no, it has to be here now. And half the minhagim of the soda, you pick the, you cover the matzahs, you uncover the matzahs, you pick it up, you put it down. <coughs> Why? Because you want it centered on the food. The Haggadah is, this is the preparation for what you're going to eat. So the matzah is here. We start whole achman, yeah, yeah, we start, this is the matzah, yeah, we better eat it. But we better eat it, right. In a few hours' time. No, no, this is it. Whole achman, the achla of the sun, we're going to get there. And put it down. And every time you pick it up again, put it down again. You open it, we close it. The, uh, all centers around the matzah. It's meant to be like that. This is part of the Siddha. It's part of what we, the, the, it's not a separate thing. It's part of the Siddha of Lil Pesach. And that's why, for sure, whatever we're going to eat should be on the table from the beginning. The whole set of plates, which is, is something which should be mirosh. That, 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 that's what the Siddha centers around. That's what this Haggadah centers around. I know the halacha, but should there, would there be an issue with snacking during Mahavi then? So, okay, it's a bit off topic, but let's answer the question. Two years ago, I got asked to shayla by one of our alumni. There was a rav in some place who was running a big communal Pesach Seder. And he told me, everyone's going to be very hungry. It's a long day, the Pesach comes in late, and Kiddush, and you want to make the market something meaningful, and people are hungry. Is there any problem with putting out uh, Pesach cakes? Everyone to eat after Kiddush before you start and giving a coffee and cake after Kiddush before you start the Maggit. Is there any problem with that? Um, so I'll tell you, even though Lemaisa, most people don't do it, right? It's not a chalik of the Agada, but Me'ikra Din is no issue. On condition, people don't eat too much. Is it Din not to be hungry to get to the matzah? When you get to the matzah. Yes, yeah, to get to the matzah, but you don't have to stop. You'll have a problem with the You can't say bracha because then you use a kiddush. So you have the same problem with the bracha So Danny's more, Dan more than a kiddush. So you can eat something. Or eat a little. Or, 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 yeah, or better have a coffee. Because the coffee is preserved. Because that's covered by the hagafen. So you're, you're okay with that. Okay, so that's now, well, as an aside, for kids, for sure, that's mutter. For kids, for sure, that's mutter. If you want your kids to be happy participants in the same and they're too hungry, it's not going to work. And therefore, for kids, for sure, it's mutter to give them things to eat. Out of It's for sure it's mutter to give them things to eat. No, I mean, the chinuch is the same. They're part of that. The only thing you shouldn't do is you shouldn't give them matzah, obviously, because you want to give them a brach, you want to make a brach on the matzah. But besides for the matzah, to give them other food to eat is fine. It keeps them awake and it keeps them interested and it keeps them participating. That's for sure, okay. We introduced this whole uh, hashkafa by basically saying that Rosh Hashanah couldn't find an explanation for it. Halachi. Halachi. So halachi is a question. And halachi is a good question. I don't even answer the question. But I'm saying, why did Chazal set it up like that? And I'm explaining the Hashkafa, why Chazal wanted it to be like that. You know, as a person will come along and say, you know, I'm just going to say, I'm going to start the Maggid, I'll only say Kiddush later on before Maggid, not before we eat. That's wrong. We don't do that. It's meant to be dafka this way. Um, one last point, which we don't have time to go into to, to this year, but we'll continue tomorrow on this point. And that is, one must remember that the, and this is both also a halacha point, which is important to remember. We'll develop Ashka for you too. And that is, a person has to know, ladies are mukhiv and nerasayda, just like men. And if that's the case, uh, whereas normally for Kiddush, let's say someone can get away with just a sip, because the person making Kiddush will drink a rave kais and everyone else will just have a sip, not on nerasayda. Ladies are mukhiv and nerasayda, everybody needs a proper kais, and everyone has to drink a share of the kais. No, you can have grape juice, but it's uh, you mechuv to drink a shir. And the important point is, now, for a lady, 
for a man who's sitting at the table, so he hasn't lost the Suda. He's here, then the Maggid is the Suda. For a lady who has children to deal with, so now we have a bit, we'll talk about this tomorrow more, but she has to make sure that she doesn't, her Kiddush and her Suda don't like, lose track with each other, lose company with each other, or, or she'll have a Samalachi problem that the Kiddush doesn't go on anymore.